I've been waiting 23 years to say that. Recording? So, hopefully, oh, and now it's, rec so I guess everything I said up until that point, so now maybe our audio, we were just talking about out of syncness, now our audio might be out of sync. Well, that's why I didn't say anything at the beginning, just in case. Yeah, good, so, yeah. yeah. Well, now I know where, where to trim on yours if yours and mine are different lengths of audio. Yeah, you know where to trim mine. <laughs> I'll trim your... Hey, I didn't know that everybody was going to find out that I was your bush barber, okay? <laughs> Listen, everyone's got one. They just don't want to They just don't want to admit it. Uh -huh. Make sure you check out our OnlyFans Ooh. where you get, the, you get to watch Matt trim my bush. Man, I'm sure there probably is an OnlyFans that's just like pube trimming. Probably. If not, I hope that's we don't come across that or someone gets this like, that's a genius idea. Yeah, I mean, hey, if somebody makes some money off of our idea, give us a kickback, okay? We need it. Yeah, and then we can find, we can say, yeah, we helped this person who just show, trims pubes get like their millions of dollars we helped them we helped them <laughs> by the, jesus i just remembered by the way this is the fbi's most unwanted i'm matt i'm justin oh man just the longer all this year goes on the weirder our shows gets i'm telling you we're losing we our, genius ideas though i know and we're losing our minds so Okay, uh, okay, where are we? We're on Endgame, everybody. We're gonna talk about a, we're gonna talk about an Avengers movie on our X-Files podcast this week. I love it when Fox and Iron Man team up. <laughs> oh man, that would be pretty fun. It's like Although, just Iron Man talking about like how there's a scientific explanation for everything, and Fox is just like, "No, fuck you," and Doctor Strange is like, "No, he's no, nah, it Mulder's right, fuck you, Tony," <laughs> and then becomes Mulder the second Civil War. Mulder at the Battle of New York in the first Avengers would have been like, "Holy shit, <laughs> I'm gonna it. come!" Oh, I knew it. Aliens everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're at uh, Season 2, Episode 17, End Game. Yeah. Uh, it's directed by Rob Bowman, written by Frank Spotnitz. Originally aired February 17th, 1995. Uh, this is the second half of a, the two-parter we started last time with Colony. And... Uh, actually, this is uh, the first episode written by Frank Spotnitz, who eventually became uh, one of the series' executive producers. So it's a pretty big step for Spotnitz. And I'm seeing if there's any other behind-the-scenes stuff that's fairly interesting. And just making sure. Uh, oh, and... 
oh, this is, <laughs> I love standards and practices. Uh, when Scully gets thrown through the table, she does like a, uh, and that was because standards and practices is, was like, uh, she's got to make a noise when she goes through the table. So, you know, she's not dead. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> it's like, well, she should make a noise anyway. Cause I would, no matter what, even if I'm about to die, like. I'm pretty sure I would moan or something getting thrown through a table. Well, right, but there the I guess the reasoning of um Yeah, I mean if she was alive, you would probably unless she was unconscious, make a noise going through a table anyway, but I guess uh standards and practices was just like I guess apparently they maybe intended for her to be unconscious, but standards and practices was like, no, no, she has to make a sound because that way, you know, she's alive, not dead. And it's like, I mean, yeah, you gotta have an audible for, it's the nineties. What are you going to do? Right. I think they had a lot of the same stuff on like cartoons back in the day where like, the bad guys, you had to show they were alive after the superhero, like, beat them up or whatever. So. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So, anyway, we're picking up uh, <clears throat> not exactly where we left off because the last episode ended on a cliffhanger. But our pre-credits scene in this episode uh, before the opening credits is uh, on the USS Allegiance, which is an American submarine. It's in the Beaufort Sea off of, get this, a place called Dead Horse, Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> what the? Let's start right there. Dead Horse, Al- I better actually look up if that's a real place. I wonder- I was, I'm doing that too. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm pretty... I'm 90% sure it might it, be a real it place. It must be, but, like, what a weird name. I mean, there's a lot of weird names for places in the yep, United States. Yep, Dead Horse, Alaska. So weird. Who who goes, you know what? We're definitely going to call this place Dead Horse. Yeah, an un, unincorporated community located without the CDP of Purdo Bay and North Slope Borough. Yeah, so that basically means they don't have, like, any official town government or anything. Yeah, it's just like a little dead horse town. <laughs> there he is being a dead horse. Oh. <laughs> why do, Why doesn't anybody? Oh, God, now you've got me back. on. Somehow we always get back onto South Park. There he is beating that dead horse. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, this USS Allegiance, they, they, they're they under the ice, and there's their first, like, if anything ever starts in a submarine, I always just assume everything on a submarine goes wrong all the time. Pretty much. Um, and they're below the ice, and they find a craft under the water. Uh, it's emitting a radio signal. And, you know, they're told by command to, like, shoot at it. And they go to, like, fire their torpedoes and stuff at it. And they get disabled by, like, this high pitch frequency, which was coming out of my speaker, like, right by my ear. And I forgot it was coming. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it affected him. It affected me. Um... 
So then we get to, after the um, opening credits, we get to continue from our cliffhanger. You know, Scully, she's on the phone with Mulder, even though, quote unquote, Mulder is right behind her. And, you know, she goes, oh, I'm sorry, no. And she hangs up and the, quote unquote, Mulder in the room is like, oh, who was on the phone? And she's like, oh, nobody. It was just a wrong number. Freeze! You know, she like grabs her gun and she's like, who are you? Like, get up against the wall and stuff like that. And, uh, quote unquote, Mulder attacks her and she does her standards and practices required. And, uh. (laughs) I'll make her go. Uh, and, oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Um. <laughs> well, there we go. We just lost our chance to get Jillian ooh, Anderson. Ooh, on speaking the show. of Jillian Anderson, did you see that I shared on uh, our Facebook page? They're having an online uh, galaxy. Uh, what is it? Galaxy Con or something like that. And they're having oh, like yeah, a Jillian Anderson that. panel. I'm like. Hopefully nobody yeah. from my job is listening. I don't know why they would be, but I might call out sick so I can attend that panel. <laughs> yeah. That's all, yeah. that's online, right? But I, I have to work yeah. the day that it's happening. It's a Saturday, um, not a Sunday. So um, I'm like, ah, I might go to that just because it might be fun. I've never seen any like – I don't know. We'll see. And there's also – I actually may have uh, – I may have missed out on this. There was a contest to um, win like some one-on-one time, like a one-on-one. Yeah, Ooh. I know. It sounds sexier than I'm sure it is, but um, I was just looking. <laughs> Holy shit, that is weird. I just logged on to Facebook, and that is apparently the new Facebook, which I have never – I was trying to read the exact specific – I'm way off track. I was trying to like read the specifics of the panel on the, and I haven't been on Facebook on my phone or not on my phone in a long time. I've never, I haven't been on on like my desktop in a long time. And this looks terrible. Holy shit. Um, well, it is Facebook. I don't even really like you. It looks almost. Yeah, okay, anyway, the point is, there's going to be a Jillian, it's, I think it's October 10th, I can't remember the time, uh, GalaxyCon, I believe it's called, I'll find it eventually, and I'll repost it again on the Two Broke Geeks social media, just in case anybody's interested. Um, so anyway, yeah, she gets taken away by the alien bounty hunter who morphs from being Mulder back into uh, being the alien bounty hunter. And uh, the real Mulder shows up and he finds the hotel room like all wrecked up. And Samantha is like, oh, well, that means that he took Scully and he's going to want to do an exchange where he swaps Scully for me. And Mulder's like, uh, how do you know that? And she's like, cause I know him. And, uh, and she's like, well, and so because of that, um, <clears throat> you're going to have to kill him. And the only way that you can kill him 
is by piercing the base of his neck, which we've seen the bounty hunter doing to the other aliens. She's like, and that's the only way you can kill them because the toxic alien blood kills humans. And then she also reveals uh, that all of the clones are cloned from two original aliens who landed on Earth. And they work at abortion clinics so they can get access to fetal tissue to do their experiments for, like, trying to uh, survive better on Earth uh, so they can achieve their objective of setting up an alien colony on Earth. And apparently they've been trying to do this since the 1940s. Um, but also... Apparently, the clones' experiments tainted the alien genes, or the aliens felt that the clones tainted their genes, and that's why the bounty hunter is on Earth to kill them. <laughs> it's, uh, I'll say this now as we, the more we move forward, the alien plot can get a little bit hard to follow sometimes, and... Uh, I'm not gonna lie. This the second half kind of lost its steam halfway mm -hmm. through, like, and I was just like, I was like, I kind of got lost into what exactly what was going on. Well, <clears throat> and I'll say this much: like, you know how you uh, shows like Westworld, and we've been saying it lately about um, Lovecraft Country. Where we're like, okay, like they feel like they're losing the thread of the story and we've got all these episodes that don't seem to connect. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of that in this series going forward. The 20 ep 24 episode a season format over... It, <laughs> it becomes... It becomes very obvious going forward that they keep going... Yeah, makes sense okay, we can't wrap this storyline up yet. We need to keep making it go long, especially <laughs> the more seasons they get because this is the main story and uh, the longer or the further removed we get from the... Because back when this was originally on, it was like everybody was glued to the alien storyline and you probably will be too, discovering it for the first time. But it becomes more and more clear as the years go on that it's like, oh, they really kept going, shit, we can't conclude this yet. We have to keep finding ways to make it longer. <laughs> right, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, and that... Uh, All right. It sort of starts in this episode, but not as badly as it goes on later. Anyway, um... So, uh, Skinner shows up at Mulder's apartment because he's looking f to find out where the men that Scully locked up, the uh, clones from the last episode. He's like, are you aware that Agent Scully locked up four men and that those men are missing? And Mulder's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, now Scully's missing. A man took her and he's going to kill her. And then, so, Mulder's phone rings. And I need your help. <laughs> yeah, he, or, yeah, I need your help. Like, if I've, never, if I've never needed your help before, I definitely need it now. 
And like at that moment, he gets a call and it's Scully who tells Mulder exactly the same thing Samantha told him. Like he wants to trade me for the woman that is there with you. And so meet me at this bridge near Bethesda. And so Mulder and Samantha. And then we'll play some Fallout. What's that? That's, and it'll play some Fallout because it's the company that makes. Yeah, it's the name of the company that makes Fallout. Yeah. Um. So they go there, and meanwhile, while they go onto the bridge to meet uh, Scully and the bounty hunter, uh, Skinner and a sniper hang out in the bushes with orders to shoot the sniper right in the or shoot the sniper shoot the bounty hunter right that would be impressive if the sniper was like i'm gonna shoot he's myself like, he's like all right i'm gonna aim let's see the curve of the earth the power of the gun bang all the way around the earth and into the back of his own neck or he's just super dumb and he just has the rifle, the barrel just pointed at himself, but he still looks down the barrel, like like through the sights and still does all the lining up. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um so um <clears throat> Oh, so they're they're on the bridge and uh, they do the exchange, and the sharpshooter is about to to shoot at the bounty hunter, but um, Samantha is like ah, and she flips out and like tries to attack the guy. Has a flathead screwdriver. Yeah, she tries to stab him in the back of the neck herself because uh, apparently she didn't believe when Mulder said that these guys could, like, shoot out the center of a quarter from, you know, however many yards away. And uh, scuffle, scuffle, they shoot at the guy, and he goes over the edge into the river with Samantha, you know, wrapped in his arm and into the water. And so... Mulder is like, oh, God, now I, you know, they can't find her. They, they're they dragging the river and everything. And Mulder has to go tell his father. And Bill shows up at Mulder's apartment and Mulder, like, he's crying. He's like, you know, I, I lost her again. And uh, Mulder's father is just like, oh, God, do you know what this is going to do to your mother? And he goes... Oh, and by the way, your sister left this at the house for you. And he leaves a note for Mulder and he walks out. And Mulder opens the note. And <clears throat> it is the address of a Maryland clinic. She says, you know, if anything happens to me, meet me here. And there's like a key card. And he's like, oh, oh, cool. Like... Maybe she's alive. Uh, she's at this clinic and I can meet her there. But he gets a call from Scully and she's like, Mulder, uh, we we just pulled Samantha's body out of the river. She's dead. And so he, they hang up and a paramedic runs down to meet up with. She's like, 
Agent Scully, you've got to see this. And they go up to the ambulance and Samantha's body is dissolving into a puddle of green goo. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Well, you already yeah. said last week you didn't think it was the real, uh, real Samantha. Yeah, I so called it. You did call. She is a clone. Um, <clears throat> but Mulder has gone off to this clinic anyway. Uh, because he wants to know what was there that Samantha was like going to be there for. And he goes in and he finds more Samanthas. There's like two or three of them. I can't remember. This bit I could not stop laughing at because it's typical 90s flair. Because you have the first clone be like, we were Mm -hmm. like, being like, oh, you you need to come with me right now. Did, were you followed? Because he's following us. And then they like find the second clone, and it's like, yeah, we're from. Yep. They basically explained exactly what Samantha, the other Samantha said. It's like the first Samantha. Yeah, it was like blah blah blah. Yeah, we had this is where we are. Where you followed. And it's like, we got all this information from her. And they opened another door where another Samantha, who I presumed is just waiting to have her dramatic, this dramatic moment of just coming around the corner. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, she's, like, she's just on the other Yeah, side. she's just standing there like waiting for her moment to shine. <laughs> it's like when that episode with Deep Throat, when they found that first yes! lab in the storage facility. He just is like, how long has he been standing like they, there? Yeah, it's like, and they're like, we've been expecting you, Mulder. And it's just like, hey, you've practiced this way too much. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in this lab and they're working on more fetuses, more clones, more experiments. And, uh... They tell Mulder that the real Samantha, like the true Samantha, not any of the clones, they're like, don't worry, the real Samantha is still alive. Um, <clears throat> we've we manipulated you into coming here by sending the other Samantha uh, because we want you to protect the first clone and one of them i think is the first clone the first clone that had the dramatic uh come around the corner moment oh yeah Mm -hmm. and they're like we know where the real samantha is and and you're gonna help us and Mulder's like no like why am i gonna help you like just tell me where the real samantha is and they're like well you have to help us and he's like it's like no i choose to leave they're like yeah you have no you you don't have a choice he's like yes i do and i choose to (laughs) it's so weird it's such a weird moment it really is like it's weird writing it's weirdly put together it's just like okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um anyway so they're in this clinic and they're having like this argument about it and uh, Mulder goes to leave, and he gets knocked unconscious as the bounty hunter comes well, in he, the door. Well, the bounty hunter sets the place on fire, and that's what drags him out. Well, right, and but he also knocks him out and leaves him in the burning building, yeah. but he kills all the other Samantha clones while the building is burning down. And, you know, the because the building is on fire... 
firemen come in and find Mulder and he's like, you gotta, you gotta save the women. You guys, and obviously because they're clones, they dissolved into piles of goo when they were closed. So, or when they were closed. (laughs) God, nobody can see me, but I just hung my head about how (laughs) stupid I fucking. (laughs) It's all good. I've said, I've had those same kind of moments. I know everybody does, but it was (laughs) Oh, when they were killed, they dissolved in piles of goo and Mulder gets dragged out. And so anyway, the point is Mulder ends up meeting with X and X is like, oh, God, you'd be blah, 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 public meetings. I don't appreciate all this. Blah, blah, blah. And Mulder's like, just tell me where the bounty hunter is. And X is like, well, his ship is below the Beaufort Sea. They found it. And the Navy uh, sent out a fleet to destroy it. And Mulder's like, well, gotta go. And he heads off to find this craft. And it was like, um, peace out. Email Scully says, don't follow me. I have to go on my own and I can't tell you where I'm going. So, Scully goes to Skinner, and she's like, hey, like, Mulder disappeared. Like, he didn't tell me where he's going. Can you help? And at first, Skinner's like, no. Like, Mulder's way out of line on this whole thing. This is obviously personal to him, and he can't, we can't keep wasting FBI resources on Mulder's personal shit. And so Scully calls for X. She goes to Mulder's apartment and puts the big tape X in the window and waits for him. And X gets there and she answers the door and she's like, where's Mulder? And X realizes it's not Mulder, obviously. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I must have knocked on the wrong apartment. And she follows him out into the hall and she's like, you need to tell me where Mulder is. He's in danger. And X is just like, I'm sorry. You have me mistaken for somebody else. And he gets in the elevator, goes down to the ground floor and the door opens and Skinner is there. And Skinner's like, did you tell her what she needs to know? And X is like, nope. And so Skinner starts to beat the shit out of him. And, oh, God, I love it. It's so it's a good apparently scene. The, uh, apparently Mitch Pileggi and uh, Brian, uh, not Brian Thompson, excuse me, um, uh, Stephen Williams, who played X, uh, both of them had stunt experience, so they decided to like really go for it and ended up wrecking the elevator That's set awesome. by accident. They ended up breaking the elevator set by accident. Um, so eventually Skinner, or it's not Skinner, eventually X pulls a gun on Skinner and he's like, I've killed men for lesser things. And Skinner's just like, <laughs> If you pull that trigger on me, you're going to be killing two men. And then it cuts to Scully opening Mulder's apartment door and Skinner just standing there beaten up, like dripping blood. And he's like, 
Mulder went to uh, the Beaufort Sea off the coast of, you know, he tells her all the information. <laughs> I'm just like, God damn, I love when he op- when that door opens and Skinner it was just standing so there good. and they, I just was like so good. Uh, and um, so Mulder, meanwhile, is up and he's walking along the ice uh and he finds the allegiance the submarine from the beginning of the episode and its top is sticking out through the ice and he goes inside and he finds uh the only surviving crewman and somehow figures out that this dude is the bounty hunter. Well, don't know how. <clears throat> honestly, well, like, like considering how long that thing might, I don't know if there's like a time, like if they put a time stamp on at the beginning when the submarine found. I don't remember, like when the submarine found the ship. Mm-hmm. But it could be pretty easily found out. It's like oh, this has been here this for like how many years, and you're somehow the only person. Here. No, it's only been a few days, I believe. Oh, then in that believe... case, it's just pure Mulder logic. Yeah, it hasn't been there that long because X, because uh, at the very beginning when they were going to go up through there, that's when uh, they, uh, they found the, whatchamacallit, uh, the, the craft yeah. under the water. And then uh I get. It seems like it was only a few days to me. Anyway, I guess is the point. Then it's just our usual Mulder logic, where it's like, well, obviously this guy is the bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he gets there, and the only surviving crewman, quote unquote, is like, I don't. You know, we found this thing, and this happened, and this happened, and he's crying, and Mulder is just like, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, like. Why don't you tell me that, and, you know, he handcuffs himself to the guy and all of that happens. And then the bounty hunter just throws him across the room and turns back into the bounty hunter. Yeah, and he's he like, you know, like ma- he fucking manhandles Mulder in this. Yeah. Well, he's a big dude, uh, the bounty hunter. And he, that's he's why they got like, him for mortal combat. Yeah, pretty much. I think. And he's just like, yep, I could have killed you by now, but I didn't. So seriously, just consider yourself lucky and just leave me alone. I'm getting out of here. But Mike uh, Mulder shoots the bounty hunter. And of course, the blood is toxic. Oh, P.S. Before I go any further, at one point earlier in the episode... Scully, I almost, this is important. I don't know why I skipped over this. Earlier in the episode, Scully finds out that the reason that that agent from the last episode, the reason his blood got so thick was because he was exposed to a pathogen, like a virus that is unknown And the virus obviously comes out of the alien blood and the way that the human body reacts to this virus is that it makes the blood really thick and the only thing that seems to fight the virus is extreme cold. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's so then you start piecing together. Oh, that's what was happening at the beginning of last episode. And turns out, yeah, because right after Mulder gets exposed to the blood, we crash cut to the beginning of last episode where Mulder is in that emergency hospital or, you know, in that emergency room and the doctor is trying to warm him up and Scully's like, no, like, look, the only thing keeping him alive is the fact that he's cold. His blood is coagulating and the doctor is like, no, his blood is coagulating because he's in severe hypothermia. He's losing body function like his body's dying. And Scully's like, no, I know what I'm talking about. He's been exposed to like this unknown pathogen. And the only thing that kills the pathogen is this cold. You can't warm him up. (laughs) The the roundabout um, these two go for like, for like a good two minutes is just like, okay, mm -hmm. we get it. We we get it. Okay. You can stop. You can stop going back and forth now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So anyway, the way it basically ends up is the the virus dies off and Mulder stabilizes and Scully writes her field report. She's like, you know, science detected this retrovirus and it saved Mulder. And, you know, the, the origin of this virus is mysterious. Um... We never found oh we never found this this suspect and we also never found the submarine. It went back under the water and, and got away. And then Mulder wakes up and he's like, Well, uh guess what? None of this actually gave me any answers that I was looking for, but it did give me renewed faith to keep looking. And we're like, oh, okay, now we just get to figure out that uh, obviously Mold- we knew he would be coming. Um, we knew he'd be coming back around to this. Yeah. So he did. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. I got to say, um, I said before, like this episode kind of fell off the rails near the end in terms of mm-hmm. story. I thought overall it was fine. I like yeah. I kind of like the first half more. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do really enjoy though that like it the last episode started with Mulder's monologue about science about about space and aliens and stuff like that and it ends more with Scully's version of like it's more scientific so you still gain both sides of mm-hmm. what of of the coin that is Mulder and Mulder and Scully's like ideologies uh but overall this was kind of weak near the end but I don't I can't remember I give this kind of a B Mhm Yeah uh, it's hard for me personally to look at this one Yeah as a single Cuz I've already episode. talked as a single episode uh, especially since I already talked about it earlier, especially since I um, have this whole thing where it's like I'm looking at it from having seen the series a bunch of times. And I guess 
to me, as far as episodes not just of the series go, but episodes of the overall uh, myth, mythology rather, of the, the series, I think this one doesn't offer a lot towards furthering what the actual... Po- it, it gives us the information that there were colonists from another planet that wanted to like take over earth because they thought that humans would die out and they would be able to take over this planet and that's about all we get out of it so (sighs) that's like once the clone thing was done Mm -hmm. like it kind of just so we kind of got kind of went out was just kind of okay now what kind of so to me yeah this one to me is almost like kind of in the range of like a b minus there's not a lot personally so that's where i land on this one okay so next week's episode oh boy next week's episode is silly it is a monster of the week episode and like silly is the only word I can think of for it. It's odd. Yes. And I know that... Uh, well, I don't know how much I want to give away. Um, it's, it's not one of the better received episodes of the series. And we'll talk about it next week. I can see why it's not one of the best received episodes of the series. But to me, the fact that it is as silly as it is makes me have a little bit of fondness for it. So, we'll talk about it. Oh, I can't dude, wait. Dude, the concept of it is just silly. <laughs> I think you... I I can't wait to see Hell what yeah. you think about this episode. I really can't. It's called Fearful Symmetry, and that's everybody's Sweet. homework for next time. So... We'll talk about it. (laughs) And that's it for this time. Later, everyone. Later. The FBI's Most Unwanted is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. Find the flagship Two Broke Geeks podcast wherever you download podcasts or online at twobrokegeeks.com. You can find the Atomic Geekdom Network at atomicgeekdom.com. Our artwork is by Justin Kowalski. You can find him on Twitter at J underscore Rocka. Our theme music is by Tony Longworth. You can find him on Twitter at Tony Longworth or on Facebook, Tony Longworth, Dark Composer. You can help out the podcast by subscribing and leaving us a review. Thanks.